0: and welcome to Writing the Coast. I'm your host, Megan Cole, and Writing the Coast is the official podcast of the BC and Yukon Book Prizes. On Writing the Coast, you'll hear conversations with the winners and finalists of the annual BC and Yukon Book Prizes, as well as interviews with book lovers from across the province and territory. My guest for this episode is Hope Lauterbach. The founder and creative director of the Unbound Reading Series. In our conversation, Hope talks about how the series started and what's next for the Unbound Reading Series. Here's my conversation with Hope Lauterbach. Let's start with the hardest question. Who
1: are you? My name is Hope Lauterbach. I am a Zambian-born Canadian adoptee, writer, poet, and founder of the Unbound Reading Series. Awesome.
0: And so today we're going to talk mostly about the Unbound Reading Series. Who knows what else we might talk about? But maybe you can start off by telling uh, me and our listeners what the Unbound Reading Series is.
1: Well, Unbound is a reading series that produces literary events that feature emerging and established Black authors and poets. At its heart, Unbound is inspired by Black speculative narratives. And my hope is that the reading series acts as a ripple um, for other Black writers to feel encouraged in their writing journey, and also to pass the energy on to someone else. Uh, In her book, Parable of the Sower, Octavia E. Butler says, all that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change.
0: And how did it start?
1: Well, it started in 2020, pre-pandemic 2020. I had this idea of creating a reading event that featured Black writers, but then the lockdown happened. So um, for a long time, you know, you know, I kind of put those, those dreams to, to rest because I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I think a lot of us didn't know what was going to happen next. In August of 2020, I went to a Black wellness retreat called Dark Before the Dawn. It was such a moving experience. It was, it felt like a dream. It was one of the first times that I'd been in community with, in a space with Black folk. Um, just for the first time since I moved to Vancouver. So it was very special. And uh, I did a lot of journaling during that time. And one of the things I journaled was, what could I achieve with unbound imagination? What could we achieve together? And so at this point, um, I'd had a lot of experience being an attendee of virtual reading events. I kind of brought the idea back to my friend who I'd been kind of sharing with earlier, I thought, well, what if what if Unbound was like, what if this was a virtual event? Could we do that? And they were like, yeah, totally. Let's let's make it happen. So two months later, in October of 2020, Unbound had its first virtual reading event and it was so great. Um, we had really good community response and support. and And then from there, it just kind of blossomed. And I would say that first event would not have happened without the support from friends.
0: Why did you feel it was important to, like, add the Unbound reading series to the literary community?
1: Hmm. I guess in my short time of sort of stepping into the literary community and kind of starting to attend more events and stuff like that. I just kind of noticed a trend of when there was a featured Black author, there may have been, you know, maybe just one on the panel or one in the lineup, one or two. And then often, not every time, but I saw a recurring trend of the sort of stories that were being featured. And I thought, well, what would it be like for? have a space for black writers by black writers where we can see each other kind of a space that feels more comfortable and less conspicuous i guess is what i want to say and that's just from what i felt
0: yeah i i um i t- can totally understand where you're coming from because uh It's that whole diversity, like, weirdness where it was like, we all acknowledged that folks were acknowledging who do events like, you know, we can't just have panels of all white people anymore. That's not okay. But then doing it in a way where it was just like, not authentic at all. And it was just like an act of box ticking, which I think is continued where it's like, okay, well... Do we have a queer person? Do we have like, it's that kind of like gross thing where we're not bringing people in for the value of their stories, but just trying to like um, make things look a certain way.
1: Exactly. And I think a good way to avoid those sorts of situations is to look at who's in the room making decisions, who's in the room helping organize the events and putting it together that's why it's so important to have representation in all sorts of all all spaces because um y- y- you know as a black writer i know how i don't want to feel in a space and i would hope that if i'm creating a space i can at least avoid some of the the really significant issues that can come out of going to an event that's not that hasn't really been curated in a a way that considers um, the experience of black writers, black indigenous and other writers of color and how it might feel for them to show up in a a space. What's it like looking out to the audience with your story? Whose faces are you seeing in the audience reflected, you know, that I feel like it all, it matters so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's that whole thing too, that I think, we're grappling with is, like, the the audience Q&A portion of an event, too, which is always a, a challenging uh, – it's challenging for, like, I think all authors, but particularly, like, as you're saying, when we have marginalized authors on stage and maybe an all-white audience, there's, like – there's an, there's an awkwardness that happens especially when there's stories of like trauma and racism where there's a power imbalance and sometimes we're not caring for the people on stage in a way that we need to.
1: Yeah and I think you know one of the beautiful things about Unbound is we've been able to craft it as an event where you know people are having fun and people can show up and and um, you know, if we have a Q and A, you know, we're talking primarily about about craft and the writing practice, and and you know, and and really relishing in people's created work and the process that it took to take them there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to to kind of reflect on the journey uh, Unbound has been on, because as you said, this. Beautiful Idea it was born uh, pre-COVID 2020. COVID happens and like, you know, everyone was going, what will happen and what will we do? Um, What are some of the challenges and successes that you have uh, noticed in the past four years that you've been doing Unbound? One of
1: the first challenges was navigating on an in-person event after you know doing it virtually virtually you know you just get your zoom account or whatever and you broadcast it you know you just need um, and that's pretty simple to do well it there's steps involved but it's like what i didn't realize was how in person um managing all the different logistics such as sound and and we still wanted to have the effort of, of having virtual audience as well so what does that look like um what does the virtual experience look like for the audience at home how do we make them feel included um that was something that i think every year you know i learned something new every year about this process um i don't i still don't know everything there is but um yeah i would say the shift to in person it was it was beautiful it was great to have the energy of everyone in the in the room sharing um but it was definitely like because um, i was still trying to do everything at that point as well i was trying to organize and host and read and um the first year i did that it was just um we were at the Shadbolt center in burnaby and it was like a beautiful space um, but it was such a, a stark change from just doing it in a a coffee shop streaming um, versus uh, being in this big space with all these cameras and all these lights and you know there were like five different cameras. It was beautiful. It was it was amazing. But then I, I kind of realized like oh, oh wow this is a whole different um, it's a whole different thing. Um, and uh, but what I learned was you know um, asking for help and having volunteers and, and folks doing multiple parts of the organization creating process. That's something that really, that really helped. Yeah.
0: You just had an event. I wondered if yeah. you could talk a little bit about it. Cause I know we were emailing and I was, you know, not living in the lower mainland. I live vicariously through everyone's amazing social media posts and wish I could be there, but tell, tell me a little bit about your most recent event.
1: Yeah. So our most recent event was an open mic, and we started doing our open mics last year at, um, at Progress Lab um, in partnership with New World Theater and Room Magazine. New World Theater works out of Progress Lab, and they offered us—they had this space available—and they offered us to—they offered, to, offered us the space to to put on an event. And um, so, our most recent event was the the Black Futures Open Mic. And this was, this was our second one that we did, and yeah, it was a really beautiful event hosted by Harrison Mooney, and we had a couple of featured readers, Cicely Bell Blaine and Junie Desil, and we had uh, seven open mic readers, the youngest of whom was in eleventh grade, oh, wow. which was which was amazing. That like made my day.
0: It's so cool how these, I I was, I talked to um, Susan Sanford Blades about the reading series that she's been doing in Victoria. And she talked about too, like how the open mic has created this really beautiful space for like young writers to come and share their work. And I just think that's so exciting because, uh, yeah, I think, I would have never thought of reading anything when I was in grade eleven, um, and I just have so much admiration for young writers. And I think it's a big, you know, it says a lot about the spaces that that you're creating that folks feel comfortable to come and share their work like that.
1: Yeah, I think um, switching to the open mic model was something I just wanted to try out. So I should say that since Unbound began in twenty twenty, the structure of the event has always been a little bit different depending on whether, you know, depending on the venue we were at, because we, the events, the event has moved around to several different um, venues uh, apart from being just virtual. And, um, you know, due to the space constraints or time constraints, the event has, the shape of the event has looked different. We used to have um, a panel. um, We, we had featured readers, a panel, a Q and a, um, and and that was that was really great those events were special um we always had good response lots of laughter uh, lots of warmth in the room from those but m- my dream was always you know i wanted to create a space where we could have a really nice mix of emerging writers and published writers and just folks on any end of the spectrum of their writing journey. I wanted everyone to be able to come into a room and to be able to mix together, um, to be able to have conversations together, because that's definitely, I've received so much guidance and sort of uh, mentorship through through watching, through listening, through conversations, just by being able to be in spaces where I'm in, um, getting the opportunity to meet writers who are maybe further along in their writing journey than I am. And so I think the open mic has really been something that's been able to make that possible just by having all these different creative voices in the room and um yeah, and just kind of, you know, giving space to all of that.
0: Yeah. What have you learned about yourself as a writer and an artist through your work with this series?
1: Um uh... I've learned to trust my own creative vision to take risks and, and you know, to ask questions, to lean on people, to ask for help um, and when the help is offered to accept it. Yeah, but I think just that self-trust that ripples out into, you know, beyond event organizing, but also in my writing practice of like, you know um, the ideas I have that are worth pursuing um, let it not just be up to me to decide whether something is um, good or not I feel like there's we can do a lot of self-editing and self-rejection especially as a, a newer writer as I'm still sort of finding my way with Unbound I've seen every time that I've I go into the events you know Um, I can be quite nervous and I have an idea of, you know, how things might turn out and it's never gone that way. (laughs) So (laughs) that's taught me that, you know, just have some, um, just trust, trust in the creative vision and, and, um, and, and other people as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The accepting help thing, I, I. This is so huge, right? Like, how often do people say, do you need anything? What can I help you with? No, no, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, part of it also is just, you know, at the beginning, when people would ask me, like, what do you need? I was always offered so much, you know, offers of help. And I just, part of it is is not even knowing what, what do I need? I'm not sure. And I think being able to just allow the event to grow organically every year because there has been been sort of growth every year um and just to kind of sit back and and do what I kind of know to be true what I feel like needs to to happen and then just letting other surprises come along and it's always been great yeah
0: yeah what are you excited about for upcoming events
1: I am excited for our next summer open mic that we'll be organizing with New World Theater and and Wildfires Bookshop. Uh, Our our summer open mic is open to readers who identify as Black, Indigenous, or people of color. And so um, last summer, we had a really great, a really great turnout for our first summer open mic. Uh, We had a lot of really great readers, a lot of different storytelling, um, yeah, a lot of different storytelling. We had folks reading uh, fiction and memoir, and even stage play because we are partnered with New World Theater, and um, since they're a theater company, we thought, well, what would it be like if we invited folks who are writing for the stage to come perform pieces of their of their work as well? And so that was that's been really exciting to see because it just adds to the the flavor of the event. So I'm really looking forward to, um, summer open mics and, and maybe doing more like book launch type events. We just organized, um, with Wildfires Bookshop, um, a book celebration event for Shalene Knight's Let It Go book that came out in January. And, um, that was really exciting event. Um, people really had a lot of fun. And so, um, I think with Unbound, I just want to stay open to, New possibilities of what of how this event could take shape.
0: Yeah. And so if there are folks listening who want to attend the summer open mic, or maybe they're a writer who would like to participate and read at the summer open mic, how can people find out more about Unbound?
1: We are on Instagram at Unbound Reading Series or I have a website with a page for Unbound at hopeadrift.ca forward slash Unbound.
0: That was Hope Lauterbach. Hope is the founder and creative director of the Unbound reading series. If you would like to find out more about the BC and Yukon Book Prizes, visit our website at bcyukonbookprizes.com. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to Writing the Coast.